said if if guys would read this book and realize that in five minutes you could do this and, and make your wife happy. You know, in 10 minutes you could accomplish this and it would make your wife happy. You can make the bed in one minute. So it, it breaks all that down. He said, I really do think it's it's a marriage over. Bill's been making his wife happy in under one minute for a long time. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. It, you know, it's, it's because she... Let's have a chat, talk this and that with BB and Jay-Z. Hey, hey, welcome to the PB and J podcast. My name is JC George. I am the JC Jelly to this PB and JC sandwich. Right here we have Sarah Paget. Hey, hey, it's Sarah P. And, and, of course, we cannot forget, even though sometimes he may forget, Bill Stedham. <laughs> oh, my, my, my. I'm the bee sandwiched between two beautiful women. In today's case, three beautiful women. <laughs> easy, easy, Bill. <laughs> Guys, we have an awesome show here today. I'm really, really excited. Um, her name may be short, but man, does she stand tall. We have Julie Short. She is our city councilwoman, council person. I don't know what the... Either of those work. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so so much for being here. Um, and as always, you're going to want to stick around for our lockbox stories um, and also to level up. So um, we are going to hand it off to Sarah. Awesome. Well, hello, Julie. Good morning. Yes. So this is the first time I'm meeting Julie in person. I've seen her on Facebook. Uh, she's very active in the community. Um, and I made a few notes here. She is uh, a councilwoman. She's involved in a real estate, real estate license. She's on the education board, correct? Um, she's writing books even. She handed me a book. How did she know? It's cleaning your house in minutes a day. She knew my house was a mess. <laughs> so we'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, I have so been looking forward to this, Julie. Um, we're all very busy people, but I don't know that many people have all of this on their plate. So my question for you and what we're all kind of wanting to know is, is how do you make all of those things work? And what does your schedule look like? How, did, know that's you, a loaded how, how did you clone yourself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I raised seven kids, my husband and I did. So I have said that after you raise seven kids, everything's pretty easy. Yes. So that uh, taught me a lot of time management and I love what I do. So that's helpful as well. I'm an early riser, so up at 4.15, off to the gym, and then get the day started, usually with some real estate before I start my non-paying job of city council. <laughs> real estate can be non-paying. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Very good point. Yeah. So talk about your morning routine. So 4.15 and then gym every single day, is that... Sometimes take Wednesday off if it's been a if it's been a rough week right. uh, to try to catch up on some rest there, but at least four days a week. That's awesome. Wow. You can tell you look great. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, what about the, your community service and your service to the city? What does that involve in your schedule? Because I know growing up, my dad worked for the city, and I remember him going to council meetings, and he was just like not a dad on Monday nights whenever they did council right. meetings. But what else is involved in that? Well, um, in addition to council meetings that are the typical twice a month, there are a lot of other meetings. And if you're gonna be a good city council person, you do a lot of research on before you ever get to the meeting to make right. sure you're prepared. So uh, we have subcommittees. So I'm on several subcommittees as well. I'm, ch I'm chair of the hot funds, which is the hotel occupancy tax okay. funds, which um, different groups can come and request those funds to do different events to bring heads in beds here to Mansfield. So the more hotels we have, the more 
hotel occupancy tax we have, and we're able to do some fun things, and awesome. like the pickle parade and uh, the lot, and the museum used to get money from hot funds before the, the city kind of took over that. Uh, so it, it helps put heads in beds. It promotes the tourism industry. It also, um, you can give some money to historical type things as well. Um, we have different tournaments here with sports that bring groups from out of town. Right. So that is a good committee to be on, but it also takes a lot of time depending on how many applicants you get throughout the year. Um, but I love that one. And then some TERS subcommittees, which is TERS. <laughs> you guys know about TERS. Bill, well, Bill says TERS. Instead of tour, like a house tour, he says TERS. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's a different word. I don't know. I think I'm taking it that she's using it the same way I am. Tur of Mansfield. So um, I I really um, admire you for everything that you fit in and you look so put together and like you've got your stuff and I know that's not always the case. So what are some things you could maybe tell us, um, like do you time block? Do you, like how do you make sure that you fit it all in and not go crazy? Or do you go crazy sometimes? <laughs> well, uh, I don't, I, I'm a pretty go with the flow person okay. and um, I'm, I'm to the point about things. So I don't usually get too stressed out about it. Uh, but just went through a re-election. That oh, was a yeah. little bit stressful. So I just kept, every time I would try to relax, even after the win and all that, and I wasn't too concerned about the win. It was just the process of it all. Right. Um, I, my mind was, would just not slow down. So went to the beach for a couple of days. There you go. Yes, that did wise. the trick. <laughs> but I pray a lot. I, you know, I really do feel called to what I do. So it's helpful to know that I'm not doing it alone ever. And I have great, great family, great friends. That's awesome. So how did you decide that that's something you wanted to do? Like what, what did it look like before? And you said, Hey, I want to go and serve the city. Well, when my kids were little, if there was a company promoting things that I did not agree with, I would be like, I'm writing a letter. I'm boycotting this company. I'm not spending my money here. And then I've always uh, been involved in the voting process. I'm very pro-life. So that's been a passion of mine since I turned 18, you know, being able to vote. I thought it was my duty as a Christian to, to vote and get the right people in office. And then um, a friend of ours got involved in politics and we helped with a campaign there. And it just kind of took it to that next level for me. I grew up painfully shy. I uh, did not even want to speak in front of our kids when we got our family together. And now we're meetings. doing this yeah. huge podcast. That's so surprising. Yeah. Yeah. You're talking to millions right now. <laughs> yeah. So I could just swear where I was and where God's brought me to. It's been amazing. So awesome. I, I do feel that passion for this city. I feel a protection. I feel like Mansfield is the best city in the best state, in the yes. best country. It is. Yeah. And we we have something special here. And you guys probably have run into this as well. I have people who move here from out of state and they have said, hey, I you, you guys may not realize this because you live here and you're just used to how things are, but this is not how it is everywhere else. Right. You have something special here. So I've really wanted to protect that. For sure. I can note like traveling and so I'm like, where are you from? Used to, I'd say Mansfield. They're like, where is that? I'm like, 
south of Arlington or south of Dallas or south of Fort Wayne. You know, I had to pick a bigger city. Now you say Mansfield and people are like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah I know where that's at. Or so-and-so lives down there, you know. So people, we're on the map now. So that's, yeah. kind, of, that's kind of cool. Um, what about the first time you saw your name on one of those cool election signs? Like, I've always thought uh, that would be so <laughs> yes. neat. It's a little surreal. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of neat. And, and then um, just what is a little bit odd is people knowing who you are and you don't know who they are. So that was something I had to get used to because I I feel like I should know you if you know me, but it's just not possible. It's like when you see your teacher at the school. Oh, yeah. I mean, away from school. And she's supposed to remember you, but (laughs) yeah, she's got like, what, 45 kids or something. I'm sure that is surreal because you don't think of yourself as being in the public eye, but you are. So it's also something that you probably kind of have to watch yourself to. Like, what if I do this or say this or something and people are watching me? Yeah. Right. So how do you handle that? How do you handle setting the boundaries on what you do or do you even worry about it? Mm-hmm. I don't worry about it too much. I, I'm an open book. I, I'm pretty much the same everywhere. I'm not somebody different at home than I am at city council. So or, you do keg yeah. stands wherever you go. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> we talk about that a lot though on Facebook, like having to be, you kind of, Overall, you need to be the same person, right? But you do have to be careful sometimes when you're in the public eye and, you know, maybe the time of day that you're posting things that you're doing, especially like real estate. I would imagine it's kind of hard to post things with the city without stepping on toes and vice versa. Like you've got to kind of wear a bunch of different hats, but all at the same time. Right. Yeah. I do try to think about what I say and what I do and how it's going to affect other people. Right. So are there times where what the city wants to do might go against maybe what we as realtors would want on property rights? Yes. Like national property code and some of the things involved in that. Right. That's got to be a difficult time. Yes, I do feel conflicted somewhat. And plus, I'm I'm a less government person. I don't like government overreach. I don't like a lot of rules. Amen. I love this. <laughs> right? So, but there is like this delicate balance. I mean, if you go to other cities where they don't have standards and ordinances that protect the look of the city or what goes there, you can tell pretty quick when you drive through. So I want to I wanna have those standards to make sure that Mansfield is nice and it's family friendly and all of that. But I also believe in property rights and personal rights. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like an H- like you want an HOA when you get a crazy neighbor, but then you don't want an HOA that's telling you like measuring your grass with the ruler. Right. You know what I mean? Like somewhere in between would be great. Yeah. I, right. We had a neighbor that put a storage shed in their front yard one time. Oh, wow. Yeah, in their front yard. Front yard? <laughs> front yard. Well, yeah. Did they <laughs> paint it pink? <laughs> it probably would have been better if it was painted. It only would think it was painted. But So yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. Like something in between, but I do find that sometimes what what we need as realtors may not always benefit, you know, vice versa. And so I would think that would be tough, but I'm glad to have somebody that knows real estate in the industry to be somewhere where they can, where we have a voice, you know, and I think that's huge. That's awesome. Yeah. And, I, and I'm second generation construction. My husband's a builder. So being able to think from all those different positions in what the city's doing, I, I think is helpful. Okay, and so we all had a question, too. Um, off the record, we're not recording, Julie. Just kidding. Um, do you have anything that you can tell us coming up in the city that we may not know or maybe something new that's coming? Anything that you can, like, give us a teaser inside, on? The inside scoop. Yes. Well, Without getting in trouble. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Don't get fired. Without <laughs> any details, because no details are nailed down. But Don't worry, no um, one's listening to this podcast. <laughs> 
we, we did a really fun thing recently and it had never been done with city council before. We went on a weekend retreat oh. to just kind of immerse ourselves in, in city business and try to, to get a good plan moving forward and a, a really good knowledge base of the city as a whole, you know, because you're getting different bits and pieces along the way. And, and we have new, a lot of new people. I mean, the veterans are, have only been on there two terms now, except for Larry Brosh, who's been on there for a while. But doing that, we talked about we don't have a lot of land left to develop in Mansfield. So making the most out of the land that we have left and making it wonderful for our citizens and desirable for our citizens to live, work, and play here for a long time to come. Um, we talked about different developments coming here that are a draw. So something, you know, sort of like a river walk type oh, development, wow. maybe on the horizon. Interesting. That's and then some awesome. really fun developments for the downtown area. Awesome. So we've got, uh, we're definitely on the map, Mansfield is. We're getting the attention of some big companies, big developers, and it's it's all good stuff. It's awesome. fun stuff. That's, That's so exciting. exciting. That's going to be cool. Uh-huh. I will say if you're building a river walk, you should probably put a handrail on because the one in San Antonio, if you guys are listening, does not have a handrailing and <laughs> I almost fell in. Yeah. It had nothing to do with alcohol, but maybe it did. Were you trying to bite someone? <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you mean almost fell in? So we were walking and I'd had a little bit too much to drink. Don't listen, mom. Um, <laughs> a little bit too much to drink and, you know, just kind of strolling. And you know how you kind of need a realignment sometimes. And luckily my husband, Michael, grabbed me and pulled me back in. But there is no handrailing. Yeah. So <laughs> just a note, Julie. Um, okay. So a couple of things we wanted to ask you too. What's something that you're listening to? Something that you're reading? Because I'm, I'm sure you keep your mind sharp somehow. So what are some things that you're doing now to do that? Well, uh, I've got a book, Self-Centeredness, The Source of All Grief. <laughs> so, oh, nice. Another book. Uh, yes. Well, I didn't write that one. I oh. just I read that one oh, pretty okay. regular, especially if you're in politics or in the public eye or real estate. Yeah. You know, it, um, it is amazing how we can be so self-absorbed and think everything's about us. So constantly reminding ourselves that, hey, if someone's rude to you, it's probably not anything to do with you. They are having a bad day. It right. kind of puts all that back in perspective. That's so so I do love that book. Um, I, You know, I really do listen to a lot of teaching uh, on the Bible. Oh, awesome. That okay. is my foundation. And, also, and I have to rely on that for what I do. And so that's really what I listen to. I do listen to teaching and podcasts from different ministers. That Who's I your favorite uh, minister to listen to? Andrew Womack. I don't know if you've heard of him. Yes, I have. I think you need a ton of Jesus to work in real estate. That is for sure. Like, I I feel like several times a day I break down in prayer. Yes. Just to to get me through the day. Keeps you (laughs) together. Yeah, when you get that repairs amendment. Yeah. When the appraisal comes in. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my gosh. Or the day of closing, they just decide. No longer want to buy it. Or to buy a new truck. (laughs) They show up in their new truck, outhousing with their new couch in the back. Yes. (laughs) I just bought a whole bunch of furniture for the house, guys. I'm so excited. It's going to be delivered (laughs) as soon as we close. Yeah. Yeah. I guess what? Yes. Yeah. So um, the book, too, we talked about that. Is that something that people can find online? Is this something that you're promoting, selling? It's on Amazon. Awesome. Okay. And again, it's cleaning your house in minutes a day. We'll put it in the show notes, too. But Julie Short, um, I can tell you all right now that. I'm going to need to look at this. So I have a question, though, Sarah. I saw you write 
on there a note to Michael that says, Michael, I love you. You need this. What this was that all about? <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting that you brought that up because when I wrote the book and my, and my husband read it, he said, I really think this should be in the hands of every married couple. He said, if, if guys would read this book and realize that in five minutes you could do this and, and make your wife happy, you know, in 10 minutes you could accomplish this and it would make your wife happy. You can make the bed in one minute. So it, it breaks all that down. He said, I really do think it's, it's a marriage Oh, Bill's cool. been making his wife happy in under one minute for a long time. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. That was good. It, you know, it's, it's because she works down her meals and I'm such a gourmet cook. I do all the cooking at home. Sure, Bill. So, uh, okay. good okay. night. Well, back to Jesus. Um, all right, what about a shout-out? Do you want to give a shout-out to someone? This can be a business owner in the area, a friend, a mentor. Well, I would... Give a shout out to my husband, Stoney. Oh, okay. <laughs> he is amazing. And then as far as like local businesses, I I love Daryl and Melissa Perez that own Mary Lou's. And they are oh. so wonderful to do things for our community. They just did uh, breakfast and lunch for police this week. It's police oh, appreciation. So Todd Tenori at El Primo. Okay. Oh, my yep. goodness. He did the Feed the Kids over the summer and over COVID when kids weren't getting to go to school and eat. He was having people come to El Primo and handing out lunches. And we have the best city. We have the most giving city I've ever heard of. That's and awesome. just business owners here, they don't just do business and try to make money off citizens. They are definitely giving back. That's awesome. Yeah. So if we wanted to help out with something in the city or be involved or let's somebody hears your message today and they want to do something like you're doing, what's the first step in getting involved in the city? Well, we have boards and commissions and they've become more popular over the years. Um, so like parks development board. Uh, we have the MEDC, which is the Mansfield Economic Development. Um, we've got Keep Mansfield Beautiful, but the library board, there's awesome. several boards and commissions that you could be on. I started on the Historical Landmark Commission. Okay. I had gotten involved with the museum. I was the Historical Society president. I brought the average age down quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, you think if you think you've been in Mansfield a while, you've not been here very long at all compared to most of the people that are involved in the museum. But they're a great group and then got on the Historical Landmark Commission and then, you know, moved on up to city council. So it's a great way to get in and see kind of how things run. And then we've recently started some things in the city, the Mansfield University, the University. Oh, that's what Beth signed yeah, in Beth our office. Did that. Yeah. Yes. So that is a great program. And then Leadership Mansfield is great. Wow. Lots of opportunities. I, and I will tell you, the more I find out about the city, the more impressed I am, the more proud I am to be a part of Mansfield. We awesome. do some amazing things here. That's so cool. That. This has been so great, Julie. Yeah. We want you to stick around. Um, we've got some other stuff coming up, and I think you even have uh, something to share with us, too. But this is a segment that we like to call... Tales from the Log Box. So, you know, as, as you guys know, we're all in real estate. In fact, today, even Julie's in real estate. Uh, and in our business, we encounter some unbelievable things that happen from time to time. I mean, they're just wild. So... I want to talk about the Google lady for a second. I know Julie's got a couple of things. So we recently were involved in a sale with a client 
which we won't, we'll just call her the Google lady. And um, this poor lady thinks through technology that everybody is listening, that Google is listening to everything that you're doing every time you're on the phone. I kind of agree with oh, her. She may be right as far as that goes. I don't, I don't, I don't about, know. But, um, but two quick things about this. Yeah. She, she called uh, her agent over after she bought the house. And when the agent showed up at the house, there were rubber duckies that she had put all around the house. You know, the little yellow rubber duckies all around the house. And when the agent got there, she was like, and used her name, what are these about? And she said, well, they stop Google from hearing in my house. And then the agent who was working with this person worked on a team and used one of our loan officers here in the building. So right prior to closing, uh, when they were doing the walkthrough, the team member who happened to be my daughter went to do the walkthrough. And when she showed up, Google lady gave her a thing of grapes, not in a bag, just pulled off a stem of grapes (laughs) and said, here, these are for you. And Leanne's like, okay, thanks. They did the walkthrough and one thing wasn't exactly as she wanted. Google lady took half the grapes away, (laughs) said, I need some of those grapes back. And with the lender did the exact same thing because there was a number that she disagreed with. She said, give me some of those grapes back. And she brings notes to us written on a banana on a regular basis. She writes a love note on a banana and brings us the banana. It gets two uses. You get to eat the banana and read the note. So, Julie, right. top that. She was just trying to get wow. your potassium up. Like, she's just Where eating she all fruits. <laughs> What's encouraging about that is she had a job. Yes, that's <laughs> true. Yes. And that's the money true. to and buy that is true. multiple houses. That's true. <laughs> okay. Um, I went to do an open house. I opened the door, you know, to try to get everything ready for the open house. The cat had murdered a rat and spread its organs and body parts across the house. Yeah, it looked it looked like a murder scene. A uh, crime really, scene when you walk yeah. in. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer cat. Yes. I was like, oh my gosh, and you oh. can like see the heart. It's you just reminded me of a great oh cat God. story that maybe will come up later in another recording. <laughs> it just spurred my memory of the greatest cat story in the world. It's awesome. Well, so what did you do with the parts? Yeah, what did you, how does the, what did the cleanup look like? I got a lot of paper towels. <laughs> you know, I had to clean it up. Oh it was bad. And then, and then one other really just short one. Um, I was no showing a client. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, we looked in the backyard first. I'm checking that out. Big copperhead snake. Okay, uh, so that freak out, right? Well, but but it was dead, at least. Of course, I didn't know that when I first saw it. So running and screaming with your client, probably not a good idea. But anyway, we made it into the house and uh, the dogs were in the laundry room and one of them was just laying there. So, and my client was like, hey, do you think that he killed the snake and the snake bit the dog? And so I immediately called the listing agent and the the people came home, took the dog to the vet and that snake had bitten the dog and and he was saved. Oh, But if we wouldn't have called. If you wouldn't have called, he wouldn't have made it. He wouldn't have made it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, oh, that was man, a crazy one too. Yeah. And, and there's some, some good points in there. Get involved when you see something happening. Don't yes. just look and run. Yeah. That's true. That's, <laughs> that's good on you. For, I probably would have ran. 
Yeah. Like save yourself. <laughs> I'm probably over, like, are you sure you want to buy this? Are you sure you want to buy this house? Snakes here. You don't want this house. Oh, that's awesome. Well, you know, our our one of the things that we have is a mailbox, and while we don't have things yet, Sarah, tell us about the mailbox. Yeah. So if you guys have a story, um, especially you know, real estate related, would be great. But things that have happened to you in business that are unbelievable, we'd love to share that. We think it's funny. Uh, it keeps us um, it keeps us sane in those moments that we you know have to break down in prayer um, <laughs> during the the real estate deal. But um, we would love to hear y'all's story as well. So we know you guys have some great ones. Uh, the more unbelievable believable, the better. Yes. Awesome. Well, I think Jay-Z is going to wrap us up today. Yes. We are going to level up. So the quote of the week that I've got is from Thomas Jefferson. Really old? Totally old guy. (laughs) (laughs) He said, uh, if you want something you never had, you must be willing to do something you've never done. Mm -hmm. Um, So we've got all sorts of things. I'm sure everyone listening and us ourselves, we've got plenty of goals and things like that that just seem out of reach. Um, I'm sure, Julie, you've had to do things that um, were out of your comfort zone or, you know, out of your normal schedule um, to get where you are. So my challenge for everyone is to do something out of the ordinary, whether that's um, trying sushi, cold calling a client, texting that cute guy behind the camera, something. I don't know. You want us to text him? (laughs) Do not solicit my husband. I will find you. You want me to text the cute guy? (laughs) I'm I'm totally confused at this moment. Bill's trying to figure out what texting is. Oh, no. That would would be Thomas Jefferson. Hey, you should send a pigeon to my husband. But please do something out of the ordinary. And I want to I want to keep up with you. Let us know how it goes. I'm low-key kind of nosy. And I want to see if that guy's going to text you back. Tom, you better not be texting any girls back. <laughs> um, all right, guys. That's all that we've got today. Thank you so much for being with us, Julie. Yes, thank um, you, Julie. It was so much fun. Um, it was great hanging out with you, Bill and Sarah. Um, so be sure to check us out. Um, Check out the show links below um, for any resources that we've talked about during today's show. And don't forget to rate us on the platform that you're listening to us on. Uh, Like and subscribe. And if you know anybody that would be interested in listening to our show or possibly even being on the show, let us know. That's all we got. PB and JC, we out. Just had a chat, talk this and that with PB and JC.